Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. So the Blues have played five games so far under interim head coach Drew Bannister. They are 4-1 and one in those five games. They have come back from a two-goal deficit. They have now come back from a three-goal deficit. They had done neither of those two things prior to Bannister's arrival. Curbs, what's your biggest takeaway so far? I understand it's very early, only five games. But what's your biggest takeaway so far from how the Blues have played under Drew Bannister? Oh, I, I think they've played hard. Um, and I think even after the Tampa game, the message from Drew Bannister, you know, to the media and, and obviously to his team was, look, I understand we're not going to win every game, but that doesn't mean we aren't playing hard. And he didn't like the effort and what he saw in that Tampa game. And so to me, I think that's probably the biggest takeaway so far is he's got the team kind of pointed in the right direction with their effort. And I think that has shown in a couple of come-from-behind wins. So with those come-from-behind wins, Curbs, uh, we've we've heard a lot of Drew Bannister talk about the accountability, but a lot of that accountability comes from within that locker room. Does the fact that they just proved to themselves as a team that they have the ability to come from behind make a difference moving forward? Yeah, the come-from-behind, is it, it really is a mentality. You know, it shows that you can do it. Now, I, I did ask Drew this, this morning, and you'll hear it on the coaches' show tonight, about it's great that you've come from behind from two big deficits, but I, I can't imagine that's the game plan moving forward. <laughs> and as he put it, uh, you know, it, it, to have fallen that far behind was unacceptable. And I think, and, and it, guys, as you know, changing habits and changing, changing trends and tides of, of momentum, it, it takes some time because you have to rebuild an all-around game and so, as, and Alex, you've got some of those nuggets uh, about how many times the Blues have allowed multiple goals in a short yes, amount of time. 17 in three minutes or less. Yeah, that's, that's actually amazing. Uh, so it, it's, it's the mindset and the compete of what you've got to bring next. And, you know, back, back to the word accountability. A coach can do, you know, can bench a player. A coach can scratch a player, you know. In the end, accountability is a personal word. This is where I've come to over the last couple of weeks with this. It's a personal word. Are you, are you holding yourself accountable to everybody else in the room? You know, I mean, even look at the radio station. You know, are we all doing what we need to do to make the radio station better? You know, from a blues standpoint, is everybody working for the blues in the front office and the tickets are doing their part to make it better? It's personal accountability. You either have it or you don't. And if you don't, you're hurting your own team and, and shame on you. So um, I, I think and I hope we continue to see more of that personal accountability grow throughout the room. Chris Kerber is the voice of the Blues. He's joining us here on 101 ESPN. The Blues will be back in action tonight after the holiday break. Alex has your pregame coverage starting at 6. Curves will be on the call starting at 7. And in net tonight, Curves, 
it's not going to be Jordan Bennington, interestingly enough. They're going to go with Joel Hofer, and we talked about this a little bit earlier. I'll just give you our, our quick thoughts on it, Curbs. It, it makes a lot of sense. 11 of the last 14 games, you've seen Jordan Bennington as the starting goalie, and I do think we've seen um, a, a little bit of overuse start to show itself with Bennington personally. I, I don't think he's been at his best. What did you make of the decision, though, to go to Joel Hofer tonight coming out of this break? Yeah, I think coming out of this break with playing three games in four days, Jordan having played that one right before the break, uh, practice schedule sometimes can be difficult. And I think it's always good to have uh, some extra time for the goaltenders to go through a goalie practice with David Alexander. So uh, I, I think keeping keeping Joel sharp and with the stretch of hockey coming up is important. And what it probably tells you, in my opinion, what it clearly tells you is that the two out of the first three games here coming out of the break are going to go to Joel Hofer. Yep. Because I don't see them going back-to-back with Jordan uh, with, with travel to Pittsburgh. So um, I think it's okay. I don't read anything into it other than you've got two goalies and one played a really good game the last time he was out in Hofer. And, and they're keeping him, you know, going from a game standpoint as you've got a busy schedule. So I, I'm not overly surprised by this one, to be honest with you. So speaking of that schedule, Curbs, uh, Bannister had a really good comment earlier today talking about this this part that they're going in where I think it's eight of the next nine are played against top three opponents in their division. And he said this is going to be a tough part of our schedule. I've said this before. I think we need a hard – I think we need hard right now to see where we're at, and this is going to be a good test. What would you call a success out of this next eight-game stretch? Well, I'll even I'll go backwards a couple of games, and to when the Blues finally got home off of the road, and they have a stretch now where they've got eleven of fifteen that they're in the middle of on home ice. And you're right, most of these are against the top teams in divisions, right? So to me, success. I mean, you've been one or two games over five hundred all year. If you can get over the next eight games. If you can get basically, so at 32 games, you're talking about the midway point of the season. If they can find a way to get the five games over 500 over the next eight games, which is three games over 500 over that stretch, say for five and two, uh, that that's going to be that that's the mark. To me, I felt at the beginning of the season, getting to the midway point of the season, six to seven games over 500, gives yourself a chance at the playoffs. I do think that by the time this stretch is done. By the time the team is heading out to Washington to take on the Capitals, you're going to have a real good idea where this team stands and how the team is because this is a hard stretch of hockey and you're either going to be successful or you're going to know that you're probably chasing a draft pick at that point in time. That, that's the way how important I see the stretch of 15 games. Chris Kerber is the voice of the Blues. He's joining us here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Kerbs, the last time that the Blues had multiple players with at least 80 points in the regular season was 1994. It's been 30 years since we've seen that. Do you think we'll see that this year? Man, uh, I don't know that we're going to see it this year because it it, it, it means a heck of a torrid pace the rest of the way for – uh, for Butchnevich and for Cairo. could Do I think we could see three in the 70s? Yes. Two in the 80s? Man, I'd love to see it because that, that would be really good. But that's asking for close to a point a game now or just over a point a game the rest of the way through for the for those other guys. And look, point, point a game, 82 points in 82 seasons, guys, isn't easy. <laughs> it's a hard thing to do. 
Um, There's yeah, a reason why a it hasn't been done here for 30 years. There's <laughs> <laughs> been some good I hockey know. teams that had zero. I know. Isn't that crazy? Like, I go back, Brandon, and I look at those numbers sometimes, and it blows my mind. Because I, I look at teams like Pittsburgh that's had, two, you know, three of them. And some of these other teams and, you know, Chicago and what they've done. And, and the Blues have had an amazing run of competitive teams without that. But in today's game, get a couple high draft picks and find a couple guys that can do it. And you know what's amazing? Look, let's just say, let's play this out for just a second here. Let's just say that it does happen, right? Where And, and, it, and it's Thomas and Cairo sure. for the sake of this discussion, right? You're not getting 80-point seasons out of top 10 draft picks. You'd be getting 80-point seasons out of a 25- and 24-year-old there was a 20th overall pick and an early second-round pick. That's some doggone good drafting by the St. Louis Blues. The fact that we're even talking about it being a possibility, and then an even better move by Doug Armstrong to trade for Pavel Butchnevich when the, or when the New York Rangers thought they were in a cap spot. If those three guys can do it, man, does that say a lot, not only about them individually and the effort they put in there, but it says a heck of a lot about your hockey ops department to find that kind of talent either by a trade or through drafting when you're not drafting top 15 on a regular basis. Curbs, I know this is hypothetical, and I know it's down the road because the Blues can't start negotiating with them till the offseason, but what do you think the future of Pavel Buchnevich is with the St. Louis Blues? I hope it's a long one. I, I, uh, I You just don't, like, the, the key is, and, and again, a lot of the reason that the Blues had to part ways with some of their other draft, our players over the last year, guys, is we cannot forget the four-plus years of a flat cap and what that's done with the timing of when some guys became UFAs. With the cap going to go up, that's going to be good news. Uh, he's a fantastic teammate. He's quite funny. He, I think, is the best 200-foot player that the St. Louis Blues have in terms of adding that with the skill and point totals he can provide playing every scenario, um, his size, his care, that he's a student of the game in so many ways. If you're in a transition now, that's great. He's one of the guys that are going to see you through it and come out of it. And I hope that he wants to stay in blue and the Blues want him for a long time because I think it's a fantastic fit. Curbs, you've seen a lot of Blues hockey. Where's he rank among the better penalty killers that you've seen? Offensive-minded uh, penalty killers, I should say. Oh, often. Well, he's right now. He's he's one of the best. Uh, he he's so smart. He puts the pressure on at the blue line. He's forced it out, and you know sometimes it's it's knowing where your other teammates are. They give you the ability for it. Um, and the, look, the same player could go. He could get three more shorthanded goals this year, finish with seven, and next year could be just as good of a penalty killer and get none. Sure, that's <laughs> the that kind of what happens in penalty killing, but. Uh, in, in my time with the St. Louis Blues and some of the great uh, d- defensive-minded forwards uh, from a penalty kill standpoint, he's he's one of the best we've had. Th- shorthanded goals over the last four seasons for him by year. Three, two, zero last year, but he's got, got, he felt like he always got opportunities. And then two more this year so far. Uh, he's he's a monster. I, I absolutely love watching him on the PK. He treats it like a power play. Uh, it's it's so much fun. Hey, Curbs, we appreciate the time as always, man. Looking forward to you on the call tonight. Blues versus Stars back in action for St. Louis. Pre-game with Alex at 6. Puck drop with Curbs coming up tonight at 7 o'clock. Enjoy, man. We'll talk with you again next week. All right, guys, have an awesome day. Happy New Year.